Hey there, this is Emily. And this is Rosa. Welcome to the Unchecked Podcast. We are two women from two different countries who will talk about living life in their late 20s. Welcome back. Okay, so we first want to acknowledge this is our last episode of 2020. Yay! <laughs> uh, we're recording this early December, but obviously y'all probably will hear at the end of December, which is really close to New Year's. Um, so congrats to surviving 2020, everyone. We made it! um so we thought this would be a good episode for us to like talk about how we felt this whole year has gone give ourselves pats on the back for our accomplishments and all of that um and then talk about our like new year plans quote unquote like what is 2021 going to look like what do we hope to do or accomplish and then also if we have time at the end to talk about like since we're in a reflective mood how we've grown up as adults throughout the years so i'm gonna have rosa start 2020 how what is that for you rosa i think all over the place like i feel like a lot of us feel i don't know a, a little bit happy and sad because i feel like i mean first i just want to acknowledge that obviously this comes from a from a lot of privilege because i was able to work from home right i didn't have to go outside and go in harm's way and so obviously my my experiences are very privileged because of that uh i work from home so that helped me a lot because i feel like that really got me to be on my stride on how i best work with others and i how i best accomplish things i feel like i accomplish a lot more things now that i don't have to go to work because like as much as i love french culture that people talk a lot and you know collaborate together as a programmer i need to think and i need to have my couple of minutes to myself to just get in the pace of things so i really like working from home so in that regard i felt like i kind of found my groove on where is the best environment for me to work mm-hmm. so that's career wise i guess but and at the same time i think and i think that it brought a lot of things into perspective for me i think i mentioned this before that i want to do band life and i think mm-hmm. it has like kind of like spearheaded all of my you know like what is going to happen to my life when I'm in my 30s and what are the big changes that I want to make it kind of just had to like gave me the time to sit down and kind of build a roadmap for myself and also on my relationships I think it has helped me strengthen a lot of my strengthen a lot of my relationships like for example you and I all of my friends back at home and my friends here I felt like I really uh, built a community with others and also my family has been a rock my rock and as you know my mom stayed here for six months and that was amazing because i haven't been with her for such a long time in since ever (laughs) so it was great overall because of that and that's all the wins i guess but i mean also uh, i forgot to mention uh, my partner (laughs) who really uh came to my life and changed it all around um yeah that was great too having him um it is pretty much like um my nest kind of like i guess uh new frontier is how to 
like work on that self-sabotaging and like kind of like since I'm fiercely independent how to allow other people in in the long term because you know you know me Emily I have travel mm -hmm. I'm a nomad I have moved every two years somewhere else you're a free spirit Rosa so it just it just feels like I don't know like I building with someone else is beautiful but at the same time it's a lot of uh compromising but not even that it's just a lot of uh making yourself be vulnerable which is hard so mm -hmm. i think i'm working on that and i'm also working on once again becoming normal i guess in a way like social cues and stuff because i feel mm -hmm. like i have become a feral cat like i don't even know how to act with too many people you know you don't even keep your video on during like video calls right like it's always off so i don't i like i yeah. really do not know how to act like sometimes when i go drinking and people turn into a conversation that i don't care about i literally turn my brain off <laughs> like i have i have forgotten how to pretend <laughs> oh my god uh oh how are you gonna survive when you come back to the u.s and talk and start like hanging out with us <laughs> <laughs> i don't have to pretend with y'all <laughs> that's true, true um i would say for me 2020 like similar to rosa it's again coming from a pace of privilege i don't have to travel or commute any, everywhere and i would say i pr basically spent the last eight months staying inside <laughs> like literally inside i really don't go out unless like sometimes on the weekends um like we take the car and go out to like stein island or manhattan or stuff like that but mostly it's spent indoors and I think the number one thing it taught me is like patience, mm -hmm. just like patience for a lot of things. Um, just knowing that things will happen when they happen and not rushing anything. Like to be honest, one, because not much is happening, but two, be, like as a person and reflecting as an individual, I just need to give patience to myself. Mm -hmm. um, so we mentioned like all the way in the beginning, there was so much anxiety about like, we didn't know how COVID was going to shape out, like stay at home orders. And then everyone was just being cooped up in their house. And I think for me, like that gave me so much anxiety because I was so much used to like a go, go, go attitude. Mm -hmm. And from all of that, I realized that like, it's okay. It's a like, look, turn off your brain, watch Netflix and just chill for a little bit. Like Emily, your life doesn't need to be planned like second by second. And I think I learned a lot about that. Um, another thing too is I've learned how to like manage my anxiety um, many episodes ago. I talked about how I broke up with my therapist, still trying to find a new one. But I think like at all the stress I had in the beginning when March and April came along, it kind of like faded away. Um, a lot of it was like talking to my friends um, and also a lot of it was journaling. So like that was also really helpful for me to like write down how I felt and like why I felt the way I did. Um, and from a career standpoint, like uh, to be honest, like we don't even know even for any other industries, like what the future of work is going to look like to be I feel like a lot of us will end up working remotely for an indefinite amount of time. Because if you look at savings costs, you don't you're not like really paying for like maintenance or rent of an office, especially for my type of work where we actually have to travel to different like locations in the United States, like I don't even know when that travel is going to open up, right. Um, so I feel like I might be working from home for like a long amount of time. And like with this pandemic, like I've fully transitioned to it. Like I have my routine, I have my plans um, and it's been going well. I mean, obviously Zoom sucks, but otherwise it, it's, it's a thing where like I got used to. And then the, the third thing I think of 2020 is like being grateful, mm -hmm. being grateful for friends and family. Um, 
yeah, like it's kind of hard to talk about it. But recently, actually, a friend of us told told us some um, negative news, and I like, I don't know, it, it made me feel really sad, but also like I we let her know that like we're here for you if you need anything. And so I'm just so grateful for my family who's here and supporting me, my parents, and I'm so grateful for like all the friends that I have that like we're still keeping in touch even though we're not really seeing each other in person. Oh, Emily. I, I understand, like, that resonates so much with me because you hear so many bad news around you, like, from friends yeah. that you really care about. And mm -hmm. it's just, like, honestly, I'm so horrible. When people tell me bad things, I just do not know how to react because I really do not know how to act. And I just try to be there and listen and send gifts, especially when you're far away, you know? Yeah. It's so hard when you want to just give someone a hug, but you really, you, you just can't. And you try to be positive, but at the same time, it's like, there's some things that it's just like, well, if someone passes away, that really there's no tomorrow. You just have to learn to live with the pain. And that's hard. Yeah. I think you just like, sometimes you just get like smacked in the face with reality. <laughs> like I, like 2020 just smacked me in the face with reality of like all the shit that's fucking going on in this world. And like, and I don't know, learning to be grateful is something that I've really learned this year. And it's crazy that you say that because I feel like in every single way, like, for example, with all of the protests going on worldwide mm -hmm. for all these different issues, like Black Lives Matter in Peru, mm -hmm. where I'm from, because, like, literally we had four presidents in one year, you know, like all these different things. Well, not one year, but in one term, like all these different things that are ha happening in, in the world, like Argentina trying to... Um, legalized abortion like all these things all over the world that people are fighting pushing the envelope trying to get uh become more free i think that like it kind of woke us up yeah yeah and like i, I also see a lot of my friends like be more like politically active yeah it's just the first step for a lot of people that like i'm glad we're seeing our generation taking action upon it i freaking love it oh my god i'm mm -hmm. glad you brought this up because I just love how radicalized my friends have become. Like, bro, before they, especially, yo, I went to the University of Miami. Shout out yes. to the Canes. And it's a private college, you know. A lot of, yeah. a lot of the people that I went to school with are Republican, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Shade, yes, a lot of shade. And, and yeah, like. I feel like the fact that they're just talking about it, that's a really big step, you know? Like, welcome, comrade. Where have you been? But it's nice that you're here, finally. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Nice that you're here, period. You know, everybody, mm -hmm. we all have different journeys, and I'm glad we need more people. And you know what? I, like, I love this generation. Like, I love the Gen Z. I was in, uh, honestly, I was in uh, a protest with Jocelyn because I mean, come on, I live in France. That's kind of like what we do every Saturday. Yeah. And I saw these kids, like they must have been 16, you know? And mm -hmm. they were there, like they were part of it. They were going against the police, like, you know, like it was nothing. Like they just, you know, like it's amazing. Yeah, like I, they give me so much hope for the future. Just seeing them being part of it, because I feel like us, like we were, we actually woke up but very late in the game you know like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like 
I mean, I remember waking waking up like and doing things. I mean, you cannot wait, be woke without in, with my mom next to you. But you know, she always talk about politics and stuff like that. But I felt like it wasn't like a thing that we talk about in school besides the debate team and you know, like um, the UN mock UN, which I was part of because I was Twitter. But like beside that, it wasn't like something that people were like, okay, let's meet up at the protest but these kids in the metro in paris they're like oh yeah i was missing the sm smell of like you know the 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 smoke that they throw at us like you know like making it like a joke like it's like oh yeah we're meeting at the protest like come on bring your you know kebab and let's meet up there it's like I mean, the new generation is super revolutionary. The partners that I work with and also like there's been actually a lot of trends that like the students that are graduating in the upcoming years, like they're so interested in being in the social justice and education space. While like I'm pretty sure during our generation, it was like, I want to be a pharmacist or a lawyer or a doctor. Like a lot of people are going into like more politics or social justice, justice related areas and careers, which I think is awesome. I think it's because a lot of us in... <laughs> As millennials, we really thought that we were gonna get a little bit of the piece of the pie, you know. We think <laughs> yeah. that we thought that liberalism and like capitalism was still gonna help us, but then we realized that it doesn't. And now we're kind of like, what are we gonna do? But Gen Z, they're pretty much like, well, you know, I am 16 years old, so most likely I'm gonna die from global warming. Like they're so like they're like fuck this I'm gonna like uproot the system exactly <laughs> they're not even trying to fight against the system they're trying to burn it up like their their view of life is so different and it's true like for them it's pressing because at least us like what I'm about to be thirty like I don't really live a whole thirty years these kids that haven't lived much as long like half only half my life oh my god <laughs> they have right, only right. live half my life you know. And they're here, and it's like global warming for them is, I mean, it should be for all of us, but for them, it's like, it's going to be in my lifetime. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, we might die by the time New York City is underwater, but they will literally still be, like, only into their adulthood. Um, all right, so let's, like, pivot a little bit. So what does 2021 look like for you, Rosa? Like, any quote-unquote plans or things that you want to do in a safe way like let's say we get vaccinated <laughs> and that we're Yo. able to like have a more of a free lifestyle what would you be doing get the hell out of paris and get the hell out of france get my papers ready so i'm working on getting on getting my papers to stay here yeah. in france like uh, that's taking a while because obviously it, like, honestly, like, me getting papers is not as important as the world, you know? Obviously, I'm here, like, and it's okay, but the actual paperwork is being uh, is being worked on. So once I get my little titisheche, I'm going to get the hell out of here and go somewhere, like, in the forest, you know? Like, obviously, I'm not, I'm gonna, I want to travel. I want to go places, maybe yeah. probably around Europe, not far away, but just, like, you know, scavenge and hunt something. I don't know. Like, are you going to, like, not work? Or are you going to work while you're traveling? Probably work while I'm traveling because I can, like, I mean, okay. I, I can, you know, work from home and stuff. But we'll see. It's mm -hmm. not, like, it's not going to be, like, long trips, maybe a week or so. Um, but definitely that, I'm actually taking a writer's course and like i have told myself the next year i'm gonna finish my book so we'll see about that 
And besides that, just try to, you know, keep it together, keep swimming. <laughs> What about you? Yeah. Um, well, I think my plan right now, so like manage my finances, figure out what I need to do. The plan is to move out and live on my own or like with a roommate um, around summer time frame. Whoop, a lot whoop. of it really, yeah, a lot of it really depends on like the fuck is, if, if, the, if the chart uh, for COVID is still like up there or what the situation is in New York. But I'm pretty sure like hopefully by summer, everything will like pan out and it'll be okay. And like hopefully we'll be get vaccinated and all that shit. And so um, getting an apartment, living my own, potentially adopting a cat or a kid. We'll see about that. Um, I know. Well, my close friend, um, Favita, basically, she has a cat, but it's a house cat, right? So she can't necessarily take it with her when she moves out. So, like, I, I really, like, I don't, like, I like dogs usually, but I, I could do cats, like, as long as it doesn't kill my plants. But I know there are some toxic plants, so my, maybe my one stare won't be able to, like, go to my new apartment. All to say, like, maybe we'll get a pet. We'll see. Um, it's also where if I can and also if it's safe because I don't trust people <laughs> going back to relationships and dating I think that's probably like a more like a September thing um, and I just want to like meet my life partner quote unquote um, and then last but not least like pick up another hobby maybe I don't know I'll have to, I'll have to figure out it really depends on where my time is going right like if New York opens up and everything's okay spending more time out with friends if not just like figure out like what is my other hobby or, or side hustle that i want to get in think about roller skating no i don't know I, i'm not really that coordinated so i feel like i'll Me like fall on Look at that. but think about the aesthetics that's what i do it <laughs> for the aesthetics to take instagram photos so people can like it i mean what was my latest instagram picture ever like? <laughs> you and roller skating <laughs> We'll see. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out like a, uh, an exciting thing I can take up on the side. Um, side hustle, I'm also trying out too, but I have to figure out like what, how I can make money aside from my main job. Yeah, I mean, the side hustle is real, I guess. I know. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's like our 2020 reflections. But since we're talking about reflecting in general, like how do you feel you are at this point in time, Rosa? Like late 20s, as an adult, Do you think you have your shit together or like, do you think your 18 year old self would say that you're doing a good job right now? Damn, why you gotta attack me like this? <laughs> <laughs> I think honestly, I have changed a lot. I used to care a lot more about my career. Like when I was in New York, mm. coming from Miami, I really like was gunning in like, you know, I, I wanted to be like senior vice president by the time I was 30, which was a little bit ludicrous just even thinking about it. But I was very much like had like a very like set up step that I was going to follow, you know? Yeah. Was it be was it because you saw like all your other friends back in Miami and how they were doing and you want to like not because I know you mentioned like you have a lot of friends that like just stayed in Miami and like didn't progress in their career. Like, I wanted to not be like the rest of the people. But, you know, it's interesting. Like, before, and I know this is hard to say, but, like, before I kind of looked down on them because I was like, I was kind of like, bro, you guys have a fucking American passport. I mean, I did too at that time, but I, I was at that time. But, like, I mean, I still do. But I was just like, yo, like, you, we have the world. 
to see and you and you guys haven't and it's hard because coming to france i have met people from like yemen venezuela places that it's really hard to get visas to go anywhere and these people have traveled more than like the people that i know from high school who really didn't go much anywhere even around the united states having american passport having the you know like accessibility to go anywhere they want in the world I guess when people, when things come easily to you, they just don't care. Or maybe, I mean, I would say not money, but I come from like a, a place that most people were better off than me. So if I could afford it, I think they could. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So yeah, like, I mean, who knows? Like, I, I mean, now, like to be 100% honest, it's not that I don't look down on them or look up or anywhere. Like, I just don't care. Like, I really, like, have learned to live my life just living my life and not care about other people. I really cannot. Like, there's very few people that I care their opinion of. And I I really hope everybody lives that way because it's so much better. You know, it took me a lot to actually live this way, but I think it's better. So, yeah. on that regard, yeah. But, like, when you graduated college you said you focus on more on career so like what are you focused on now as an adult or like in these later years as cheesy as it sounds being happy and making a change in the world like Mm -hmm. i i I mean that's another thing is like the good thing about having Jocelyn in my life is that we both share a lot of those things i feel like a lot of times my partners have been someone that i haven't walked besides but kind of like kind of like drag towards drag forward you know, instead of like helping me move forward, that have uh kind of like helped me back. And like I think it comes a lot with like being from Florida, like you know, um, minorities and how we raise women and how we raise men, like how we kids are raised and how most of those things like fall on us girls, and that's why we're kind of like parenting our boyfriends, which shouldn't be the case. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel. But I think that now I have someone that I can really, like, look as an equal partner that I admire. And so I feel like since we're more of a team, things are more obtainable. Um, but, yeah, like, my my goals are to, like, live in my van, you know, travel the world as much as possible, finish my book, um working like some way to help people like i still haven't figured out like i mean i always try to don't i done volunteer hours in in new york and and miami and now like as much as i could like i'm trying to do more volunteer here but it's just i've won i wish i can do more so and I'm, I'm really trying to say okay rosa okay you want to help what the hell are you gonna do you know right, right. kind of thing mm-hmm. you'll eventually find it out as you like go through your life You'll find something. What about you, Emily? My 18-year-old self? Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so funny. A lot of my friends say, um, when I first started college versus when I graduated, like, I'm, like, two completely different people. I don't know, like, how that happens. Mm -hmm. Or actually, yeah, I don't honestly don't know how it happened, but I would say my 18-year-old self, I was, like, very selfish um and very loud and obnoxious not that I'm not that now but like I'm definitely more toned down um I think it used to be like with I guess it comes with being an only child like very this is my world I want to do this x y and z without really listening or accounting for other people so you were pretty much a Leo okay yes (laughs) I was a Leo until I wasn't yeah I wasn't pretty much a Leo um 
yeah and now like I I listen to people like I'm more attuned emotionally I think it just comes with like the work I do now and just like having a lot of friends and just talking to them like I just know when to respond and when to shut up (laughs) if that makes sense Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm also more aware of myself, like what my goals are, like what I want to do versus like what my parents wanted me to do, like putting that barrier. And then also being more like emotionally in tune with like what I, my, what needs are and what I need to do and what I need to accomplish versus like what I can do for other people. Yeah, my 18 year old self would say, good job, Emily, you're doing great. Also, you probably look the same, except now you don't have braces anymore. So good job on that too. Good old jeans. Oh my god, I look so bad with braces. I like remember I showed this picture to our friends. I don't know if you were in this group, but like I showed a picture of like when I was younger and versus now. And then when, when someone was like, "Emily, that's you," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's me. I got to glow up." <laughs> Hell yeah, um, yeah. But that yeah, the I think the turning point for me would be in college, and then like f- looking forward in terms of like I'm kind of excited for my thirties. Like I can't. I'm excited for it to happen. I feel like I'll be like even more stable than I am now. Like I'll hopefully cross my fingers, have my shit together, and then I'll hopefully find a partner that like I can be with. Rosa, when you talked about like actually looking for a partner and like actually having someone walk, to walk aside with versus babysitting, I don't know if you remember when I said this meme to like our group, but like dating in your twenties was like oh, like, how's your day? What do you like to do for fun? And then dating in your, like, late 20s all the way to 30s is like, what emotional baggage do you have? Have you worked through? So I don't have to deal with it now. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think is so true. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of, I mean, I feel like it's part of growing up, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. as I stare, like, as I get closer to 30, like, you know, three months away, (laughs) probably less, it's just that, like, you mature. And I think also you kind of learn to be kinder to yourself because before I used mm-hmm. to think of my younger self and I used to cringe, you know, like, yeah, what same. the hell was I thinking? Especially with guys, you know, because I was used to be like, not like that much of like, I had, I wasn't a pick me, but I had some pick me traits and like, I don't know, like there was a lot of things that I didn't like about myself and I don't know, like I, I, I feel like I was even towards like growing up in the process of of maturing I was very mean to myself like I was very not forgiving to myself and you kind of realize it's like okay well everybody makes mistakes um you didn't kill anybody good job uh (laughs) and that's what it is you have to keep rolling with the punches and I think that another thing is that a lot of times in the United States like you grow up and people say, these are the best years of my life or, or high school is the best year of your life. I feel like that's such a bad way of seeing things because what about the rest of your life, you know? You just have to, I mean, I love what you said, oh, I'm actually excited for my 30s. Like, that's the way, that's the outlook that I think people should have about being f- excited for, I mean, living in the present, obviously, but being excited for the future. Yeah, I mean, especially for women, it's just a different way because it's like after 25, quote unquote, a lot of women are seen as like, what do you call it? Expiration, that's your expiration date, right? Like after that, you're not quote unquote valuable, which I think is bullshit. Um, But no, I'm excited for my 30s and and, and where that takes us. It's going to be lit. That's that's all I know. It's going to be lit. Oh my God. Okay, so to wrap this episode up, um, what do we want to say to our listeners? Like, 
what do we want to say to them after going through this journey with us ever since we started this podcast? Keep listening to us. <laughs> Ramble on about all of the different issues. But yeah, like I feel like this podcast has been a really good way for us to express ourselves and kind of uh, gather a thought about different different things. I think that we just have a lot more to talk about, a lot more to uncover. And what is exciting is kind of like us listeners, you're go- you're going with us as well. And yeah, next year, hopefully we get to find a way to have more feedback to see what do you guys want to listen to. If you guys want to hear us rant about relationships some more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our first episode was still the most popular, so most likely. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. Um, I want to say, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. I mean, this somehow, Rose and I were talking about this, is such great like therapy for us and also just a great way for us to like share our opinions and thoughts to the world whoever it might be listening but it's been also a great experience for me it also adds like some structure and an additional hobby I can add throughout the day and it's something I really look forward to so as much as it benefits listeners listening to our really crazy stories it also benefits me because um, I'm just excited to like be a co-host in this podcast I'm pretty sure like a few years later when we listen back to this we're gonna cringe but it's okay it's working well for now we're gonna be like why the hell did we say this oh god shout out to Emily for the best idea ever one day messages me like do you want to do a podcast together (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's how it all started so on that note happy 2020 everyone thank god it's fucking over happy 2021 and we'll see you all next year bye bye